Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 Talk Radio. If you check out AmericaOutloud.com, be sure to spend some time there. Check out the articles and podcasts. Updated daily, you can make it your one-stop shop for all your news needs over at AmericaOutloud.com. And we do appreciate that a great deal when you share those articles. Going to continue along this week along the lines of the midterm elections that took place last week. Obviously, uh, there's a lot to discuss once again as we continue to see what unfolds with this ballot counting Um, We're a week out now from these midterm elections, and we're just now finding out uh, the rest of these results. And I find that completely ridiculous that it has taken this long. You look at states like uh, Arizona, Nevada. I mean, there's just absolutely no excuse that this counting took so long. Even some of the house races in California um, took a long time to count. And particularly in these districts, where you just need one district to add up the count for the votes. And we're seeing that take up to a week in some of these places. It is just absurd. I do not trust it whatsoever. Um, Call me a conspiracy theorist. Call me what you will. But when I see these kind of shenanigans, my mind goes to fraud. That's what I think is taking place with this delay of the vote. I have a hard time believing over 60,000 more people voted for Carrie Lake, who people claim is a far-right politician, who I'm a big fan of. I really like Carrie Lake, but I have a hard time believing 60,000 more people voted for her and then went around and voted for Mark Kelly, who's a far-left progressive for the Senate. And that's what some of these numbers are indicating, is that people voted for Carrie Lake, but then they went ahead and voted Democrat in the Senate. Things like that just make absolutely no sense to me. And I am calling into the question because of how long the results took to trickle in. But we can go through all of these irregularities throughout the show. We've got on guest B.B. Diamond, who's going to be joining us once again. So we look forward to hearing her breakdown of everything that took place a week ago on election night. Rob, how are you doing tonight? Andrew, I'm doing good, and I enjoyed your opening, and I'm glad that B.B. Diamond is on with us tonight to help us unpack everything that happened with the election a week ago. Uh, We're still doing the postmortem, and I think rightfully so, because only when you do the postmortem and you look at what happened, what didn't happen, can you learn from it and move forward. And one of the things I'll say is that what we just haven't learned is that it shouldn't take forever to find out who won an election. And when it does take forever, there is reasonable doubt that the opposing side is always the victor. There is no way in God's green earth will I believe that every time the voting is delayed and Republicans are up, two days later, the Democrats are up, and then the Democrats inevitably win, and then we're told, shut up, go home, don't say anything, you're a conspiracy theorist. Fine, call me a conspiracy theorist. Call me an election denier. Plain as the day, there is something that's going on here that shouldn't be going on, and I'm going to call it fraud. It just makes no sense. So someone would say, oh, well, your candidates lost. You didn't have the right candidates. Oh, the candidates that lost, they were election deniers. And 
the candidates who claim to have won have been election deniers since 2000. They had no message. They didn't debate. But yet and still, when they were like far behind all at once, we're finding votes. And that's the problem right there. I could accept it if all the votes were counted on election night and we were told they're the winner. But the day of the, the night of the election and when they don't win, and then there's always, oh, well, we've got to count the mail-in ballots or we count the mail-in ballots first. Now we've got to count the actual votes that came in or we've got to count the absentee. And it's always, they're the ones who are going to win. I just can't connect the two. It doesn't make any sense. Maybe it's all right. Maybe the numbers are right. But if I were all the candidates, I wouldn't concede. I wouldn't give in because the left never concedes and they never give in. And they're praised for not conceding and not giving in. Look at Stacey Abrams. The only reason why she gave in this time, because she lost legitimately the first time. Republicans have got to start pushing back. We're being too nice. The niceties are over. Okay, we've got to stop being nice. And then some would say, oh, well, the early voting and we need to vote on one day. I get it. I agree with that. But because the rules have changed after COVID and we're still working in that framework, get out there and vote. They've changed the framework. And we can't think that, oh, well, I'm still going to do this. On this. No, we, we, we messed up. You know, and our elected officials at the top, the RNC, the heads, the leadership team, they failed us. They truly failed us. Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, and they should not be rewarded with anything. I'm serious. They should not. They should, we should take away their leadership positions and just say, we're sorry, guys. You know, you did your best. We guess. Yeah. Ronald McDaniel, Ma- we guess. Get, get out. <laughs> yeah, Matt, Matt, Matt Gates said it best when he said McCarthy, McConnell, McDaniel, McFailure. They're all failures. They're and that's all who failures. we've got at the top. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, I don't know if they did their best or not, but we had good candidates. These were solid candidates that were ahead. Now, I know that the pollsters way before uh, the first vote was cast were saying, oh, well, they're up front. And I, always, I was always cautious about that. I'm like, I don't know, because, you know, we... A vote hasn't been cast yet. But when you look at these candidates, they were solid Republican candidates. And I don't care about people saying, oh, well, but they were deniers. No, that's what the media is saying. The media has created that. And Republicans should be pushing back. If anything, they should have said, in my opinion, yes, they denied the election because the election was a fraud. That's what they should have said. And they should have stuck with it. They should have said January 6th. As opposed to Kevin McCarthy coming out saying, oh, this is Donald Trump's fault. He should have said, wait a minute. This is what democracy looked like. This is what you guys told us when you had Democrats clawing at the doors of the Supreme Court. You go back in history. You look at the Boston Tea Party. You look at every uprising. This is what democracy looked like when people are fighting for their rights, when they feel as though they haven't been heard. Now, it's not pretty. Democracy is never pretty. I'm not going to tell you lie and tell you that what happened on Jan 6 was pretty. But the way they have demonized it and criminalized it, shame on you, because the only crime that was committed that day was the fact that Ashley Babbitt was shot in cold blood by a black man who not once but twice lost his weapon. But no one wants to talk about it, because if you do, the Department of Justice or the FBI will come knocking at your door. And that's where the leadership team should be out saying, no, uh, uh-uh, we're not going to do that. It didn't look pretty. But these people were angry and they were frustrated. But see, we lost the argument. Because we allow the liberal media, or I don't even want to say the liberal media, but the media to shape the narrative, to make it seem as if though it was ugly. And I have said it a dozen times. Look at what we tell other countries. Look at what we're telling Iran. The people need to rise up and say, we don't want the, the Ayatollahs in government. What, look at what we're telling North Korea. They need to rise up. 
Look at what we said during the Arab Spring, that people need to rise up against the leadership that they don't like. But then when it's for America, oh no, no, well, we, we can't do it. Shame on you. Shame on you, cowards. That's what you are, cowards. B.B. Diamond, thank you for joining us tonight. What are your thoughts? Well, thank you for having me. Excellent opening by both of you. But you're absolutely right, Rob. I hadn't thought about that before. They encourage, we encourage uprisings in other countries for them, for those people to gain their freedom. But when we do it, we're treated as domestic terrorists. Um, you're absolutely right with the three Macs. Uh, Mac, you know, the ones you've, Rona McDaniel, uh, Mitch McConnell, and Kevin McCarthy. They're very ineffective leaders. Now, Senator Josh Hawley, a Republican of Missouri, said the GOP is dead after the midterms. Um, I don't quite agree with them because even if we shift course, change names, whatever we do, if we don't fix the cheating by the Democrats, we're going to have the same problem. Whether DeSantis is president, Trump, and I'm going to vote for Trump, whether whoever is president, however we change this, we've got to get to the root of the problem, and that's the Democrats cheating. They've been cheating since 1960, okay? Let's get this clear, because America is primarily a moderate to conservative country. These wins at the last minute of dumping ballots, statistically, it is impossible, in my opinion, for them all to favor the Democrats. What are the what are the chances of that? And all these dumping of the ballots in Nevada, in Arizona, dump after dump favors the Democrats. That to me is statistically impossible. Something is going on. COVID gave them the reason. That's why Joe Biden a few weeks ago said, oh, the pandemic is over. He quickly corrected that. You know why? Because Nancy Pelosi, no, Joe, don't say that because we want these we want COVID to be considered still considered a pandemic so we can leave mail in ballots in place. People mailing in ballots for no reason. Oh, I have COVID. I'm afraid of COVID. Before 2020, you either showed up in person on the day of election or you sent it an absentee ballot because you're going to be out of the country, out of your state. You had a medical procedure, period. Because of COVID, it gives them, the de Democrats, a new scheme to cheat. So we can change the GOP, we can restructure, we can do all this great, wonderful, but we got to get to the cheating. Thank you, Robin Andrew. We have to. We have got to get to election integrity. It's crucial. And we've had so many individuals to come on our show to talk about election integrity. And the leadership team of the Republican Party is yet to understand it. The candidates that were running, they were good candidates, solid candidates. But if you let the left describe them, they keep saying the far right election denier, the far right, this election denier, election denier. These people have denied elections, like you said, B.B. They cheated since the 60s and have been denying the wins since 2000. They will never admit when a Republican won. Every presidential election that we have had, from George Bush Sr. to George Bush Jr., definitely with him, with Al Gore, and I'm saying, oh, well, the Supreme Court gave it to Al Gore, gave it to George Bush. No, they did not. Florida had a problem and they corrected it. Florida is a big state, much larger than Nevada and Arizona. Why can't they get all their votes right the first time? We went through this in 2020. 
Why can't they get the count right? Republicans should have known that this was going to happen. They saw this happening, but yet and still they're like, oh, no, 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 we're not going to. And we cannot forget to add to this. The way I see it is that integrity, election integrity, the, leader, the failure of the leadership team, Mitch McConnell pulling money out of states where there were candidates that were viable, that could have won had they had the money. They were out there nonstop saying, we need money, we need money. Lee Zeldin saying, we need money. How in the heck is he going to lose at the top and then the down ballots are all going to win? And that's what we were seeing in some cases. How is it that Kemp, Brian Kemp is going to win and then Herschel Walker, no, barely, we got to go to a runoff. Had people got behind these candidates, the RNC, the way they should have. Now, I know we saw a lot of Republicans going to different states saying, oh, vote for them. And they did, I, I must say, they did an admirable job and I take my hat off to them. But where was Mitch McConnell? Where was Kevin McCarthy? Were they there also supporting those candidates? Oh, were they Trump? They're deniers. They're like, no, it does not matter. Stop listening to the far left. They want you to think that. Now, granted, a lot of young people did come out and vote. We have to realize that. A lot of them did come out and vote. And the only thing they were looking at, let's vote for the candidate that's going to help Joe Biden, help him, help us not pay our student loans so that we can get all this money and go on vacation. That, that, that's a major factor. That was a factor also. And we've got to look at this and say, wait a minute, was our messaging on point? Or were we busy buying into the messaging of the left saying, oh, no, you know, uh, they don't, don't talk about the election denies. Don't, don't talk about that. And, and no, no, t t talk about it nonstop because that's what we're going through right now. That's exactly what we're going through. So I say to Carrie Lake, don't give up. Keep fighting. Keep fighting. Because it makes no sense. And when you look at the margins, Andrew and BB, you look at it, and it's like they're just a little bit behind. Because see, this is how the Democrats work. Well, we don't want it to be a blowout. We'll say that it was a close call. A close call, there wasn't a blowout. And that close call goes to the Democrats. First, the Republican is up front. We're gonna, they're going to tease you with that. And then overnight, oh, we're still counting. We're still counting. And something else, when you look at these states, and I think our guest, Jim Marchant, who was going for secretary of state, I think was in Washington. And I, I think he, he, I don't think he prevailed. Nevada. And Nevada. He, he lost at the, at the tail end of the voting. He had the lead the entire race. <laughs> yeah. And then of course, uh, at the end, uh, all of a sudden he's not the lead anymore. Yeah, this is crazy. Andrew, Sorry, we've got to go get, ahead. we've got to get him back on because he's a person Absolutely. who exposed George Soros yet again and his political machine supporting secretaries of state that have an arterial motive when it comes to counting the votes. Plain as day, look at Arizona. How in the heck is Rick, is uh, what's her name? What is the woman's name? Uh, not Carrie Lake. Katie Hobbs. Uh, Katie, Katie Hobbs. Hobbs. How she's is a secretary of state overseeing the election <laughs> in which she's a candidate. I mean, this has got to stop. Sorry, go ahead. Know, baby, I'm glad you just have that, Katie Hobbs, but you can't make this up. She's overseeing the election for an office that she's running for. And if you notice, she's quiet. She's not saying anything. She's watching the votes come in. She's like real quiet. Like, don't say anything because I don't want people to get my name tied to this. But when you start looking at these secretaries of state, as Jim March has said, and you look at who supported them, George Soros. George Soros. And, this, and I, I'll say this because I know we're about to uh, cut for a break. Is that Republicans, there are a lot of deep pocket Republicans. And one of the guys is Peter Thiel. And I, I, I admire him for some of the things that he's done in supporting different candidates. And then there's a guy over Citadel. 
But see, we have a lot of deep pockets Republicans, conservatives, I'll say, on the right. But they sit back and they watch and they wait. And then they're hoping for a miracle. But it's like it takes money to run races for the campaigns. You got to put you got to have some skin in the game. You can create a pack and say, we're going to put the money here. That's what the Democrats have been doing. I mean, look at social media. We did the same thing with social media. We sat back. We allowed them to get the upper hand. And then, boom, then we complain. But I want to talk about this on the other side of the break. Go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, definitely will be interesting to keep an eye on. You're tuned into After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on the America Out Loud iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Rob and Andrew and special guest, Levi Dad. While many things we hear are lies, we know one thing is true. Viruses exist and people get sick. Look, there's no guaranteed way to keep from getting sick, but there is a way to reduce your chances. Cofix RX, the original povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray that you hear Dr. McCullough talking about, provides an additional invisible layer of protection from colds, flu, coronaviruses, and more. Click the banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and use promo code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Stay protected with Cofix RX. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. meets to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. We are America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. We're back here on After Dark with Robin Andrew, and we've got on guest B.B. Diamond. We're just having a great discussion about what's happening after these midterm elections, talking about the Republican Party, uh, talking about what's happening in Arizona. There's a lot that that we're discussing. And the first thing I want to bring up in the second half is what did the Republicans do wrong for this midterm election? I saw Rick Scott on one of the Sunday shows. He made some interesting points. Uh, He was pointing the finger at a lot of the uh, Republican candidates because he said that uh, they did a great job saying what Biden's doing wrong and what's been bad under the Biden administration. But Republicans didn't really come out with plans of their own and things that they want to get passed. All they really did was focus on how bad Biden has been and kind of got lost on their own message. I thought that was an interesting point from Rick Scott because there is some truth to it. Um, We were just talking about how bad Joe Biden was, and I thought that would carry us home to an easy Senate win and an easy House win, but things did not play out that way. Uh, Perhaps looking ahead to 2024, uh, Republicans would be better off with plans. You remember that's what Trump got 
uh, so much steam from in the 2016 elections. He's talking about building a border wall and uh, taking money from China and all these things that people had never heard politicians discussing before. But people were uh, saying that it was perfect. This is finally someone coming out and saying what I am thinking. Uh, he had a great message. He had a lot of policy. And that kind of seemed to be lacking in this 2022 election. Rob, what are your thoughts on that? You know, to be honest with you, Andrew, I don't think I don't think it really mattered. No matter what message the Republicans had or lack of message, the fix was in. Democrats were going to steal this regardless. Because in my opinion, and I think of the opinion of others, I mean, we heard the frustration around the country with people saying, you know, number one, leave our children alone. You cannot mess around with our children. Now, for the next four years, there will be an indoctrination that we've never seen before in our lives. A generation from now, you will have kids thinking that men can have babies. You will have kids thinking that it's okay for men, a man to put on a dress and enter a beauty pageant. You will have kids thinking that it's okay for a man to go and pose in Playboy magazine. You will have kids thinking that it's okay for women to walk around in tight pants with a bulge in the front and there's nothing wrong with it and don't you dare say anything. You will have a generation of kids saying that these hyper-feminized men are actually women. To me, that in itself should have scared people and said, we don't want this. We don't want, and there were people who were saying this. So how is it that when you hear that and you see it and you know that's coming, that you're going to still say, well, I still vote for a Democrat because I don't know those election deniers. I'm just afraid. So in my opinion, it doesn't matter what the message was. They were still going to cheat. So that's at the top of the list, election integrity. Yes, I, I said in the first block that the leadership team failed us because they should have been looking at election integrity. They should have been supporting a lot of those candidates. I don't care if those candidates were coming out and saying that the Democrats are nothing but low down dirty dogs. They should have still got behind them and supported them because you look at what the left did. Look at how they demonized the right. They said they were racist. They were white supremacists. They used every name, negative name imaginable to describe Republicans. And, and as they said on one of our shows, they're saying this and then they're going to go and work with them. We got to go. Congress is going to open and we've got to work with them after you demonize them. This is almost akin to the, the fraternities and sororities, how they say, oh, we're going to pledge you. We're going to beat you up. Then once it's all said and done, you're going to cross over. We're going to be brothers and sisters. That's what this is akin to. So I don't care what messaging problem they had. The fix was in. The Democrats were going to steal this election again because of the lack of election integrity. And we see it going happening on a daily basis, drip by drip. We see our win is being taken from us. Now, I don't care if someone might say, well, let's recount the votes. You can recount it, but the Democrats are good at covering up their demonic ways. Look at Russia collusion. Look at how successful they were at covering that up. We know what happened. We have the facts. People have come out, even FBI agents have said, yes, we participated in this. Yes, I was offered a million dollars if I were just to lie about Trump. And yet still, John Durham couldn't get a conviction. Think about it. He could not get a conviction. So if you can't get a conviction there, do you actually think they're going to allow you to win an election? Absolutely not. So I don't care how off your messaging was. It doesn't matter. Because to me, again, the forefront is, look at what they're telling our children. Look at the economy. Look at, look at our, uh, our borders being burst at the seams. In four years' time, we won't have the country that we think we have. And if you think that Joe Biden can't win in 2024, oh, you're deceiving yourself. Because the media, they are lockstep in what they're going to do. And I hate to say it, there are some on the right 
who are also placating to this and supporting this, we're going to be all gone. If we don't do something about the theft and start standing up and saying, I don't care what you call me, what you say, you guys are nothing but criminals. That's it. Because the way it is now, oh, we can we can forget it. We can forget it. Our democracy that they've been saying, oh, the right is going to steal democracy. No, the left has destroyed democracy in our face and we see it. And we're not doing a damn thing about it. What do you say, BB? No, you make some excellent points. Um, should we have better candidates? I mean, I don't think that would have made a difference, to be very honest. No, with you. I it wouldn't. I, I agree, agree with you. We had strong candidates. Uh, it wasn't the messaging. It wasn't any of that. I think two key factors, the cheating and then Mitch McConnell not getting behind uh, people like Blake Masters in Arizona. Um, you know, he poured money into uh, uh, Lisa Murkowski in Alaska, a rhino. So the cheating and the lack of support from the NR National Republican Committee, I think with two major factors. We need to go into these elections knowing that the Democrats are going to cheat. And once Carrie Lake becomes governor of Arizona, her one of her first tasks besides the border is taking care of the fraud, the election integrity in Arizona. If the, the entire country of France can count their votes on one day, why are we the most technologically advanced country in the entire world still counting ballots? I mean, that's ridiculous. When the fraud is cleaned up like Ron DeSantis did in Florida and Brian Kemp did in Georgia and in other states, you see how smoothly the vote goes. But Democrat strongholds, you're going to have these delays in these swing states. You're going to have, oh, we have another dump. Another one is coming from Pima County. Um, all this. You're going to have that because they're, they're trying to manipulate and and uh, maneuver the ballots. You know, I believe it was Joseph Stalin who said, it doesn't matter, I'm paraphrasing, it doesn't matter who vote, it's, it, what matters is who counts the vote. So this is what we have in the Democratic Party. So we could have the best candidates in the world. It really has nothing to do with Donald Trump. It has to do with fraud, the stealing, and the lack of support from the NRC. Thank you. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you guys that the uh, candidates definitely do not seem to matter. You just look at that race in Pennsylvania with Dr. Oz and uh, John Fetterman, and the choice could not be more obvious. Excellent point. Yet they still went with the radical leftist who's against fracking in Pennsylvania. I mean, this makes absolutely no sense. Um, it's either uh, gross cheating, like we all suspect, or maybe this electorate is not as conservative as we are and that we're hoping they would. But that seems hard to believe that people do not want these things turned around. I mean, you look at these gas prices, you look at how much it's costing to heat your home. You look at Biden's foreign policy. I mean, every metric, he has just been an absolute disaster. And they're trying to tell us to believe that this is what the American people voted for. And sadly, there are a lot of them who did vote for this. And I don't know. I just can never make any sense of it, Rob. We just made the case here ourselves that is not necessarily the candidates. Well, some people might say that it is. But when you look at the issues, when you're looking at the issues, and as I said on one of our shows previously, simply because you're voting for policies that Republicans support does not mean that you are a Republican. doesn't mean that at all. What it means is that you want to save the country. And when we have issues at the top that you have these individuals going after our children, and I, and I keep bringing this up because I don't think that people fully comprehend what's happening here, BB and Andrew. But the next four years, they will see what's happening. They will see what we're talking about. 
because they are making a complete concerted effort to go after our children with this indoctrination. And what better way to do it than with children and education because they're like sponges. I heard a conversation the other day with this kid who was in school that uh, he was talking to his mom. I overheard the mom was telling another parent that the kid had said that there was a student who asked the teacher, men can have babies, right? And the teacher said no. And the kid threw a hissy fit and the kid was a, a, a boy through a hissy fit saying, oh no, yes, they can. Yes, they can. Now think about it. This kid is throwing a hissy fit because someone told him that men can have babies. You go on the internet and you see men wearing dresses saying that they're women. And then you see women who have had, I guess, the top change claiming to be a man and saying, oh, I had a baby. And I saw this one woman crying saying, oh, they don't want my husband to put on the birth certificate that he's the dad because he's a biological woman. I'm like, what is this? But see, that's that state. But there are other states that are allowing this. But then four years time, you mark my word, we will be a country of misfits, a country of Frankensteinian people walking around. Yes, I said it. And we have to be comfortable saying it. And we have to be able to push back and say, no, this is this is by design. What you guys are trying to do is crazy land. There are only two genders and these non-binary this, and I'm a non-binary, uh, 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 get rid of all of that. I'm, I'm serious. Get, we love people, but we've got we've to, just for a few, everybody else got to play in this make-believe fairyland? Uh-uh, no, we've got to stop it. And we had candidates who were willing to stop it. But the problem is, if you want to talk about the messaging, like I said, there was nothing wrong with the messaging because regardless, Democrats were going to cheat. But I will say this as far as the messenger, a lot of it wasn't getting out there because some Republicans were tipped. They were afraid to really explain what was happening in our schools. And on top of that, one of the biggest problems is that the media would not cover it. Like I said, they demonized everyone on the right. You look up a candidate on the right who was running, and the first thing you will see, they have described him as being a far left American politician, a far left. <laughs> now, think about it. If, if it's not far left or is a racist or white supremacist, look at how they demonize black candidates. Look at Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker isn't a perfect person, but neither is uh, Warnock. He's not perfect either. But look at how they attack Herschel Walker. Look at how they attack black conservatives as a whole. Look at Winston Sears. Have you heard any congratulatory from the left about her being the first black woman to hold that position? Not at all. But the moment a liberal, a black liberal, oh, they talk about it nonstop, they write about it, they, as if though, that's the only way to go. Most kids don't know that Condoleezza Rice was a secretary of state. Most of them don't even know that Colin Powell was, because the left won't report on it. They will make you think, oh, you don't have it. Now look at how they're changing history. The person who controls the pen controls the narrative. And I have said this, and I said this on last night's show. We need a free press. But as I think it was Clarence Thomas was thinking out loud and saying, we need to rethink the free press in society because a lot of these free presses are owned by big corporations and they're not allowing the press to be free. They are allowing the press to come out with their propaganda, with their own indoctrination, with their agenda. And that's not the definition of a free press. Well, in, in the United States, our press is largely corrupt. We cannot trust anything they say. It's clear that they're towing the line of the Democratic Party. 
The press was meant to be uh, that sort of entity that would control the excesses or report any abuses by the government. Because, and that's one of the reasons it's, it's enshrined, if you will, in the United States Constitution. It's that important and they're failing on that end. I mean, Joe Biden has, has almost, in, not, not quite, but in, in talking about a potential war with Russia, the economy is tanking. We have Forbes in some areas, $5, gas, all the trans transgender craziness. I mean, and it's so it, the, the press is trying to maneuver and manipulate the story to make it to make them seem favorable to the Democrats. They're pushing the Democrat storyline. And so we do not really have a free press because the press has no problem censoring others who have a dissenting view. They don't speak about the censoring of big tech. You know, so you're absolutely right. It's unacceptable and it's really shameful uh, to the United States. It's a shame what the press has done. You really get, I trust nothing they say with few exceptions, one or two people on Fox News, but I largely stick to conservative news outlets like yours and Andrew's, Steve Bannon's War Room, because I simply can't trust it otherwise. Thank you. I've got to admit, that I found myself after the election not watching a lot of media. Go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, it's definitely very interesting that we've come to the spot where we can't trust what the media is telling us. Uh, and to know that they, we think that they probably have a part of these election shenanigans that we see, I think the media is complicit in the steal. Uh, they are all about these uh, voting, taking a week to count the votes, all this other ridiculous things. The media acts like, oh, this is no big deal. This is completely normal. And uh, I think they're not only uh watching this take place i think they're complicit in it and that's the state of our media may i just add this and correct me gentlemen if i'm wrong no time in american history in 2020 have we ever seen counting stopped in all the swing states and i don't recall an article one article by the new york times questioning or any media outlet am i right or wrong because that reflects the state of the media Please advise. Let you me. are spot on. I'm glad you brought that up because in Nevada, they were streaming the counting of the votes live and for eight hours, it went black. Now, just imagine had that happened, if a Democrat was close, you would have everyone talking about it. But when it happens to someone on the right, you have to shut up, you have to accept it. And, 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 and if you say that, oh, there's some malfeasance here, oh, you're an election denier. But you are spot on. Why does this keep happening? Why is it that Arizona did not have its house in order? Why didn't Katie Hobbs say, we need to make certain that this is going to be right because all eyes are going to be on us? Why didn't the media call this out? Why wasn't the media looking at it? I'll tell you why. Because as you said, Andrew, they were complicit. They knew what was going to happen. This was by design. They wanted Republicans to think, oh, yeah, we're ahead. And they were. But then we're going to come in with those secret votes. We're going to see how many that's needed. And then we're going to start padding it and getting it in. And you mean to tell me that you don't have an attorney general who would go out and look at this? What about the Republicans in those states? They should call it out and say, look, we're not saying that no one cheated, but we want to make certain that every vote counted. We need to look at what happened and the way it was done. And I don't care if it was one or two votes that they miscounted. 
Because right now we're hearing that, oh, yeah, you know, sometimes, you know, there is a little degree of cheating, but that's okay. I want to talk about this more extensively on the other side of the break, Andrew and BB. Yeah, absolutely. And you hear people keep saying, oh, my gosh, these guys are still talking about election fraud from 2020, now saying it's continued into 2022. But as we continue to digest these midterms, I mean, what else could we say? We look at states like Florida and um, Texas, which were starting to get more and more blue. Well, this uh, midterm election, they took a U-turn and they actually went more Republican than they have been the past, you know, eight to 10 years. So it seems like the Republican policies are working in those states where they're counting the votes properly. And we've got confidence that the voting is being handled properly. You see that happening in those states. And why isn't this working in other states? That's why we have so many questions about uh, these vote counters that we see in places like Maricopa County and Clark County in Nevada. Looking for better sleep, focus, and energy? Check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. You can absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. You can go to HealthyCell.com, and it costs nothing to go to the website, check out the great products, and you can save 25% off your first order with the code OUTLOUD. Help support us and help support Healthy Cell by going to HealthyCell.com. Use the promo code OUTLOUD to save 25% off your order on this great product. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrews. Do you know there's no other condition that I'm aware of where vitamins and supplements make such a big difference than COVID-19. We have a, an abundance of data that we need to be replete with a variety of micronutrients, and that includes vitamins, minerals, and other substances our bodies need. I rely on Healthy Cell Super Boost. That's immune super boost. It's a, a gel pack that can be taken every day. I like to do it before I exercise and before I go out. It's a wonderful supplement. It gives me the immune super boost that I need. Go to HealthyCell.com, use the promotional code OUTLOUD, and get a discount on your first order. Let's get real. Let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. So this is the last segment of the show. And uh, Andrew, you mentioned that people are still saying, well, you're still talking about the... uh, fraud of 2020. You're, you're right. We're still talking about it because nothing has been done. And we're going to talk about what happened during this election as well. You see, folks, what you got to realize is that after 2016, 
when the media just jumped all over Trump and said, he's not going to win, he's not going to win. Then once they realized that he had put together a coalition, he was going to win, they said, never again will we allow this to happen. Never, ever, ever again will we allow this to happen. So we got to do everything in our darnest to make certain that those Republicans never get office. And see, Republicans were thinking, oh, well, we're going to fight back. I mean, you look at this election. We had this election wrapped up. People were fed up and they were tired of all this. Now, you can say that there are more liberals or Democrats than there are conservatives. That's fine. But when you're looking at the issues, you're looking at the policies, there is no way, as I said, on God's green earth, will you tell me that people are okay with the direction that the country is headed in? There's no way. But the media would have you to believe that they are, that they're okay with it. When you see high inflation, the economy is out of whack. Put all that aside. As I said, my main issue is our children, how they're attacking our children which is going to lead to generations of misinformation. There's your misinformation right there. But let's put that aside also. Joe Biden. The man is decrepit. Now, he's out there now thinking, oh, I've got a mandate. And the media, oh, he, he did what the, the impossible. No one has ever done this. He managed to hold on to both houses. Oh, this is just remarkable. The same way they want us to believe that he won the election of 2020. They want us to believe it. And if you question it, they will shut you down. They will come after you. That is a reason why Republicans, true Republicans, not Mitch McConnell, not Kevin McCarthy, not Ronald McDonald, McDonald, McDaniel, whatever her name is. And by the way, she has had plastic surgery, okay? She's had work done. Maybe she used the money that she should have been using to help candidates to change her face. I don't know. But that's a story for a a conversation for a different day. But the true Republicans that are there, that aren't afraid to stand up and push back and call it the way it is and say, "Uh uh-uh, this is what we believe in and this is what we stand on. We need to get them out there and they need to keep pushing the message and they need to remove McConnell and McCarthy. Just remove them. I'm glad Scalise said, no, we don't need to count. We don't need to vote yet on the House Speaker. We need to hold on, hold off on it. Now, of course, I'm hearing rumblings that Democrats, they're looking at a way to steal that election. These people are prone to steal. And we have got to start pushing back. And if we had deep pockets conservatives who are out there, they need to start buying up. Yes, I'm saying it. Buying up these news organizations and saying, no, we want free speech to come out there. Elon Musk can't do it by himself. He's not even a conservative, and he recognized what is happening. And look at what they're doing to him. They are trying to destroy him, and they will rack him. They want to just break him down to being broke if they can. Why? Because he wants to free free speech. He wants to turn Twitter around. Every story you hear now is that, oh, this advertiser is pulling out, and this advertiser is pulling out, and this person is that person. Why do you think that's happening? Because they say, wait, this might be a window. The conservatives might be able to come in and state their cause. We've got to shut that down. We need true conservatives out there rallying on the cost. Because if we, the cause, because if we don't, as I said, 
Joe Biden, <laughs> he will win in 2024. No, by cheating, of course. And we won't be able to say anything about it if we're afraid. B.B. Diamond, what do you say? No, you're absolutely right. And I don't know why more billionaires and there are probably more billionaire conservatives, I would hope, I don't know, or at least multi-millionaires, why they aren't putting their, putting their money where their mouth is and buy up some of these media outlets like George Soros did in South Florida. But because uh, DeSantis cleaned up Florida so much, Soros's purchase of those Spanish language uh, stations really didn't have the impact he thought they would. But we really need to step up because what they're trying to do, you see, the press love to project Oh, you're you're trying to hurt democracy. That's exactly what they're doing. That's why they have no problem with big tech censorship. They have no problem with jailing Americans who went to the Capitol, our house, to protest. I'm not saying I'm in favor of what they did, but this was that was absolutely no insurrection. So we need to really get involved, step up. We can no longer sit on the sidelines if we want to save this country. Uh, what they say that we're doing, that's exactly what they're doing. They're hurting democracy. They're the fascists. They don't want there to be two strong, separate parties. They only want Republicans they, that they can control, like Mitch McConnell, who should no longer be uh, the Senate leader uh, in Senate leader in the uh, in the Senate. Excuse me, the minority leader in the Senate. But I will say this: I do believe that the Republicans will take the House. But Kevin McCarthy does not really have the backbone that we need to really push forward uh, an America first agenda. And as far as Rona McDaniel, yes, she had something done to her face. I don't think it worked out that well. That's another story for a different day. But she is not effective as a head of the National Republic Committee. We need people. You don't have to have the personality of Donald Trump, but you need to have the will, the strength, and the determination to fight against the Democrats who are who have now, the Democratic Party has now been taken over by the communists. If you don't see this party, and I'll, and, and I'll close with this, as an enemy of the United States, you do not need to be in leadership of the, of the Republican Party. Now, you may have to work with some Democrats. That's reality of working in Washington. But never give an inch when you're dealing with those who are controlled by satanic forces. And communism is satanic. It excludes God. And it led to the deaths of roughly 100 million people in the 20th century. If you don't understand that, if Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell, and Rona McDaniel, and Lindsey Graham, and others don't understand that we're facing an evil from the transgender agenda, which includes grooming, not just, oh, I, I feel like being a female, grooming, displacing women, right? Getting kids comfortable with pedophilia to giving our oil and gas or buying it from our foreign enemies. If you don't understand that's what the Democrats are about, that you do not need to be in a leadership position. You're spot on. And that's exactly what's happening. They're trying to make all of this stuff comfortable, make us comfortable with it by putting it on TV and saying, oh, it's okay. You know, Republicans are bad. They're this, they're that. They want to make it comfortable. Again, for the next four years, it's going to be horrible. It is going to be horrible for the next four years because you will have a generation of kids growing up not knowing the truth because they would have been groomed. The truth has been held from them. 
How do we get back to that? I'll tell you how we get back to it. By making certain that our leadership team is pushing back. By staying the course, not being afraid. Not being afraid, calling it out. None of these candidates who had the election stolen from them, and that's what happened, was stolen from them. Like a thief in the night, they got the votes and said, oh, well, you thought you were here, but actually you weren't. And you can't say anything because if you do. We're going to label you an election denier, and we're going to say that you're some far-right crazy person. These yeah, candidates it, got up there, and they fought. Go ahead, Andrew. It's kind of crazy that the narrative that the left and the media have put out, where they almost act like it's worse to um, mention an election being stolen or accuse an election of being stolen than actually an election being stolen, if that makes sense. They act like it is worse to bring up that you think that an election uh, has negligence and fraud in it than it is to actually have an election with negligence and fraud. That's the mind frame that they're trying to put people in and that our elections are perfectly safe. There's nothing to see here. But we all know that's true, and that continued to play out in these 2022 midterms, just like we had a bad feeling that it would. And for the Republican Party, this is going to be very tough to be able to overcome, because in a lot of these states, uh, my state in Illinois, uh, New York's probably in a pretty similar position, where uh, the Democrats own the supermajority in these states, and they're calling the shots. So uh, there's really no way to change these laws with who's currently in power. So it's an uphill battle uh, for Republicans from uh, now on. It's an uphill battle, but we have to stay the course. We have to push back because you can defund a lot of the programs. You can give them a difficult time in getting state funding. There are many ways to do it. Okay, but we need the Republican Party to stop trying to cherry pick the candidates and say, oh, well, no, we don't want this person. We want that person. When you have someone who has a fire in the belly and they're willing to run, I just think back of all the candidates that we had on our show. And when we would ask them, do you have the support of the Republican Party? And some of them would say, well, you know, they're looking. They didn't want to come out and say, no, we don't. And now you have them coming out saying, no, we didn't have the support because you had Mitch McConnell taking the money from us. Yeah, Joe Kent. Joe Kent. They, ha they haven't called the election yet for him, have they? Oh, yeah, uh, they yes, did. He they lost. did. Tonight, yeah, they you just see that. You yeah. see that? About an uh, hour ago, yeah. On and, oh. and Ke Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans were stuck trying to uh, hype up Horea Butler, who voted to impeach Trump in the primary and put ammunition to the Democrats against Joe Kent. So when he goes for this general election, all of a sudden um, they've heard all these attacks against him. And that's in Washington state. So uh, I don't have any confidence that that election was on the up and up either. No, it wasn't. But again, when you when you think about it, just looking at the issues and the policy, I know they came out and said the deniers and this and that. But when you're looking at you have a group of people, a party that's targeting your children. They got designs in your children to make your children think that you don't you're not a little boy. You're not a little girl. You can choose your genders when you have Biden promoting Transgenders in the White House. And we found out the other day that there was this first American openly uh, trans army officer who was indicted for trading secrets with the enemy. And do you hear the media talking about it? No, quiet as it's kept. What was the person? Jamie Lee Henry, 39. And <laughs> it looks like a man, still looks like a man, was indicted trying to trade secrets with the enemy. They won't talk about that. 
as quiet as it's kept. Oh, we can't say that because that's offensive. They're changing our language. They're changing everything. And you mean to tell me Americans want that? You mean to tell me that Christians, as I said before, you are not a Christian if you're supporting any of the policies of the Democrats. Now, some would say, oh, no, that's being radical. Nope, it's being truthful. God was not for transgender. Well, that's not even in the Bible. Oh, well, Adam and Eve is in the Bible. He created man and woman. He didn't create all these other binaries and this and that. That's all made up. If you went to the polls and you voted for a Democrat, I'm sorry. <laughs> Your pastor won't tell you, but I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you with love and kindness. You need to rethink what your loyalty is like. You need to rethink your Christianity because you can't go into church on Sunday and say, I love the Lord. He heard my cry. And then go to the polls and vote for the policies of the Democrats. Well, I voted for him because he was going to help my student debt. I'm sorry. You need to repent. Amen. I'm just going to be honest with you. You need to repent. You need to find another pastor because you just can't do it. You can't serve two gods. You can't go against the tenets of the Bible and say, well, you know, the Republicans are racist. No, uh -uh. that's a lie. That is a lie. It's a lie straight out of hell, and you know it. So I'm going to say to all these big box churches that are saying, well, I can't take a position because of the members. Okay, then you shouldn't be in that, that position. Many are called, but few are chosen. And if you're walking down the path of the Democrats of what they're pushing, now I'm not saying that all the Democrats are bad. I'm not saying that, but the policies that they're pushing, it goes against Christianity. It goes against every faith. If you're Islam, if you're Jewish, I'm just, just, just call it out. Their policies go against it, completely against it. But you decide to vote for them, why? So there is no way I will believe ever that these people won the election fair and square. Yeah, there might be more liberals or Democrats than there are Republicans. But when you're looking at the policies, when you're looking at what's good for the country, I just can't believe it, Andrew. And I won't. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it just seems unbelievable that this would be what people would want in our country is what's taking place these week-long elections it's a complete joke um they've really as you said the democrats are always pounding the democracy thing and they're the ones who have really ruined democracy in our country for so many and then they just did not take any consideration into any of the complaints from the republicans they just kind of dismiss us like nothing we say matters and uh, it's just a very divisive message. And we see that from the resident in chief, Joe Biden, at the top. He continues this divisive message, uh, trying to say that the uh, midterm elections were almost like a mandate for him. When I did not see that at all, these elections were razor close. Um, obviously, we think fraud was involved to put Democrats over the edge in some of these races. But uh, Joe Biden does not have a majority of the support in the country. Look at his approval rating. It's still in the 30s. Well, just going back to what you're saying, the way they demonize, and we keep saying this, the way they demonize the right. And we don't push back. We don't say anything. This has got to stop. As I said, any, the candidates that they told them that they lost, no. I would come out and say, nope, I want to recount. Well, it's going to cost the state a lot of money. Okay, fine. I want a recount because there is no way I went to bed ahead. And then each day, 
I saw my lead chipped away because you found votes here. You said you didn't count votes there. And there were votes over here. You look at Pennsylvania. I just want to talk about that really quick. And Oz. Okay, Oz maybe wasn't the perfect candidate. Maybe they say, well, he was from New Jersey. Okay, I get all that. Okay, fine. But when you're looking at the policy, Pennsylvanians, you're looking at coal, your state will be destroyed because you cannot use coal. They're going to outlaw it. Just think about that. Right. Where are the jobs? Rob, may I just say this very quickly? Uh, You know, for those who voted for Hochul in New York, if you're a victim of a crime, you kind of brought this on yourself. For those who voted for Fetterman, with no cheating, you voted for Fetterman in Pennsylvania. When you lose your job, you have no one to blame but yourself. Thank you. Go ahead, Andrew. You about to say? Yeah, very well said. Thank you so much, uh, BB Diamond, for joining us once again tonight. We always appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, we know you hold nothing back, and that's why we love you coming on so much. Uh, thank you so much, BB, for joining us once again tonight. Well, stay tuned this week. We'll be talking a lot more about Pennsylvania tomorrow night. Washington Post journalist Chris Tremogli will be joining us to talk about a recent article he has written in the Washington Post. So stay tuned. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, Wherever you stream, please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or you can go to americaoutloud.com. Click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. We'll see you guys next time, and remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.